Hello and welcome to Podcast vs Player, episode 109. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who treats women like he does video games. And by that, I mean he constantly beats them. It's only bloody Dan. <laughs> um, just for legal reasons, I should point out that that was a joke. I don't condone or He doesn't play any video games. Of... Yeah, I, I hate video <laughs> games. Beat as many women as you want, though. Um... Anyway, more importantly, Dan, more important than you, we are joined... Yeah. By a special guest. For the first time ever. Ever in the history of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys might be building this up just a smidge too much. Yeah. Look, you're the first guest that's not his wife. So we've got to, we've got to build it up somehow, okay? <laughs> you're going to take your intro and you're going to fucking love it. And you're going to go, I, I'm, yeah, I'm the best. And I'm enjoying you know. it so far. I'm wetter than an otter's pocket. Please continue. To Fantastic. be fair, I don't think I could top that. That was the best phrase <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> well, We're joined by John from Pixel Bandits. Hello. Hello indeed. Long-term chatters. And uh, we thought we'd sort of team up and have a bit of an old podcast chat. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't get a prize for calling in, unfortunately. Oh. Nobody no. wins in this game. I <laughs> promised there would be punch and pie. <laughs> no, no punch, no pie. There's a kind of pie, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. And uh, normally I ask Dan this, but seeing as you're here, John, oh, would you on. like to hear some news? I'd love to. I'm glad you said that. I've got some <laughs> news prepared. Um, Telltale Games' new Guardian of the Galaxy episodic series will premiere this April. Exciting Guardians. times. Okay. You don't sound too happy about that, Dan. No, you said Guardian. There's more than one. Nah, they're just doing one for each character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? That actually, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, so they have a Star Lord mission and a Groot mission and a Drax mission, and you've got to buy all the DLC to get them all. I'd still buy it. Yeah, I would. Put it. <laughs> 100%. Um, the first of five episodes, Tangled Up in Blue, launches on April 18th for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, as well as iOS and Android devices. The episode will cost £5, um, but there will actually be a physical disc version providing access to the first episode and the further four as they are released, available starting on May the 2nd. Mm-hmm. I should buy it straight away. I don't know. I, I like the Telltale game, sure, but I don't know. When it comes to... I, I'd much prefer a kind of Mass Effect uh, Guardians kind of deal rather than mm-hmm. maybe a Telltale's one. Yeah. It's a bit of an odd one, really, to place. Do you want do you want action, or is it going to go with story? Well, that's it. I mean, but the thing is, though, Mass Effect it kind of does both pretty well. Really, Andromeda. <laughs> the, the, a lot of people have been slating Andromeda, but I've spent a good few hours in the single player and the multiplayer so far. And while I can completely understand that the visuals are disappointing, uh, I've actually been quite enjoying it still. Well, I, I, I've got a tool tip for everyone out there who's playing Andromeda <laughs> at the moment. Um, firstly, um, Bioware have already come out and said that there's going to be a patch, I think it's on like April the 4th or April the 5th, mm-hmm. which will fix the majority of the animation problems. However, if you just do what I do and just turn on the subtitles, you're just reading the screen. Therefore, you're not looking <laughs> at their faces. That works. Don't see the lips and people that keep sort of like popping in and out of various places. It just You just don't notice it anymore. Cause you're I do have subtitles reading. on, so maybe that's why I've been enjoying it more. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. it. Because, I mean, I, I'm like 30 hours into it, and I, I cannot get enough of it. I think it's absolutely brilliant. 
loving it. It feels like a pretty properly feels like Mass Effects. You, you wouldn't mistake it for any other game. Hell no. And no, I, I think that's that's what they universe. needed after a uh, where it's been it's been quite a few years now. Hmm. I can't remember the since number three uh, was released and hated by almost everybody on release. <laughs> um, but uh, it's been a few years, and I think they did just need to get get a Mass Effect game in that feels like Mass Effect, and then they can move on and innovate and things hmm. in the next yeah. one. I mean, they've. I like the fact that they've taken the, the universe, but they've just they've really, really well. Uh, mm. they, that didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> Hold on. They've they've. Wait, what am I trying to say? I don't know. They've that. done a really good job of <laughs> separating well. the shepherd story and just everything that's going on there, and they've just taken one element that, which is the universe and the law that goes mm. along with yeah. it. And they've just popped it somewhere else and just said, ignore everything else that happened. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. We're just focusing on these guys instead. And I'm genuinely interested in all the characters. I can't, I want to take them all with me. And although there's a smaller roster of kind of companions yeah. to, uh, to go around with, I I kind of prefer it Do because you? now I've, you know, I've got certain ones that I I don't, you know, I don't even have like favourite ones anymore. It, it, you know, I've kind of, I'm trying to find an excuse to use all of them at some point or another. Do you think people's disappointment is, um, that's the best way to put it. You know, Iron Fist, yeah. the new uh, Marvel Netflix TV series. Mm. Um, personally, I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as the critics have slated it for. I mean, I, I think it's sitting on like twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, do you think because the bar for Dare, like with Daredevil was set so high that pretty much anything that wasn't on par or better was always going to be received worse. Do you think because of how how much people love Mass Effect, mostly one and two, do you think the bar for for Andromeda Reach was too high? I think most of it is that, like Coldplay, it's become quite fashionable to hate Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's the only time Coldplay are ever fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people are just jumping on the bandwagon. Mm. I I I saved it. I kept it. Um, and obviously, full disclosure, I, I got a copy of it through from EA for uh, for our review. Um, but still, I'd, I'd I'd pay money for it. It's it's still a solid title. The animations are bad, but I do think you've hit on something in that what came before was maybe a bit. No, well, not too good, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty much. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not wordsing well either tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they did. They set the bar very high, and hitting that was always going to be. Um, it was always going to be a bit of a challenge. Well, there was an interesting yeah. tweet um, from an ex um, Bioware developer who now works um, with Naughty Dog. Um, Naughty Dog, yeah. On the Uncharted, and he was saying at the weekend that with games like Uncharted, where obviously everything is scripted. And like it's mostly mocap animation, so it's pretty much spot on. Whereas games like uh, Mass Effect, um, the animators don't actually animate a lot of the stuff. It's all based on an algorithm of the yeah. most likely output. Mm. So, if they are not actively testing it every single animation, it's that explain why all these really bad animations have gone unnoticed until release. Can you imagine 
how much time it would take to go through and test exactly. everything. Absolutely. I mean, if you if you think about the editing process that goes into just a film, um, yeah, you know, a two two and a half hour film. I'm like I say, I'm at thirty hours already, and I haven't even put down my second city on a planet yet. Um, I mean, uh, you know, that is so many lines of dialogue. But so many sort of NPCs wandering around, and at no point have I ever felt like it's a stark, desolate, mm. uh, you know, other than when you're like in the desert or something. But you know, well, the tension like, all those are, you know, they're 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 frothing with life. People are talking and doing things, and they're wandering around and they're fixing stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys uh, knew, but it's got pretty much the same amount uh, of speaking characters as Mass Effect One and Two put together. It's got over one thousand wow. two hundred speaking characters. Um, obviously, they're going to have more than one line of dialogue each. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, in, in some of them to... have got loads of different emotions and things to go through, and they've got to do it. So yeah, there's there's just no way of being able to go through absolutely everything. So yeah, it's, it's quality or quantity at the end of the day. And what they've done is they've managed to get a good quality amount of quantity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's worked like... up until this one. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, though, like everything that the people are saying, like when, like when Arkham Knight came out, or when Battlefield Four came out, say, for, especially for the PC, there were so many problems. The game would crash immediately. You'd fall through the floor. The game itself, like it's, it's, you know, it's Assassin, Assassin's Creed. It's all of them. Mm. You know, on release, yeah. they barely work, and that's a sign of a broken game. This isn't a broken game. It's just a bit of bad animation. <laughs> but again, that's that's one patch, bang, fixed. That's what I mean. It it's, doesn't make the game unplayable. It might take no, you and, slightly and, out of the moment, but that's about it. I mean, it. I'm incredibly biased on this, obviously. I absolutely love Mass Effect, and I knew that I would get this on day one. Mm. And I was happy to drop, you know, well, I, I shopped around, you know. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was happy to pay anything for it. <laughs> as long as it was a reduced amount, sure. Um <laughs> But the fact is, though, I, I, I've played it and I haven't regretted buying it since. Mm. And some yeah. games I have bought and it sort of, you know, like For Honor, like I didn't pay for For Honor, you know, like yourself, I got a copy of it from the from the, the developers. Yeah. Um, but it gets to a point where I just think, oh, man, this is just a slog. Like, I've lost nights of sleep over Andromeda so far. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it's not healthy, sure. But... I'm so engaged with it, and again, that that's probably just my own personal bias because of you know mm. my sort of love for the series. But I don't care if there's one or two sort of like dodgy animations, or you know, every now and then there'll be a creature that's half in the floor. I played fucking games that are so broken. <laughs> we play Daisy, Daisy from day one, <laughs> and that shit was unbelievably broken. But you enjoy the experience of it, and. In terms of entertainment, I could not have asked for more, and it's genuinely impressing me the entire way through. And there's still so much more to go as well. I can't believe it. It's there's a great. lot of hours to put in. There is a huge amount of hours. I mean, I've done a lot of um, game preview on the Xbox. I've done an awful amount of game game preview games from um, uh, Elite Dangerous, Ark, Subnautica, and those are at a level where they are. You can kind of say at times they're broken, but that's the whole point of. Uh, of game preview is to work yeah. out bugs and, and be there and, and be part of the development but Mass Effect isn't broken by a long way right, it yeah. looks it looks lacklustre the effects could have been done better the animations could have been done better but it's, it, it's not broken I completely agree it's a very fun game I've put quite a few hours into it I've been using the app as well to send out strike teams on uh, on the strike missions and apex missions and things like that um, it's an app 
Yeah. Jesus, Dan, read a newspaper. Sorry, <laughs> talk amongst yourself. I'm just going to have to download it's, this. Uh, app. It's quite good. You, uh, you can't do too much in it. You can um, you can edit your loadout, your character loadout. You can select different characters. Um, you can, I think, you can learn your different uh, powers and things like that if you've got points to spend that you've earned in, in multiplayer. Um, and you can send out your strike teams. And when you send out strike teams, they will uh, obviously they'll level themselves up. Um, they'll net you. Um, some credits or some materials and things that you can also take uh, in the first player game. Can I collect my ADP points through this? Go on. The uh, you know the, the, when you you know you've unlocked a cryopod and you get a perk that you have to select every sort of forty-five hour uh, every forty-five minutes or an hour or so. I haven't unlocked anything like that. Um, the main thing that you unlock really for your Pathfinder, um, the Rider character, is. Um, weapons uh credits materials other items like that um your strike teams will bring those back and it'll tell you what kind of thing um they're gonna get i haven't got my phone with me at the moment schoolboy error i haven't brought it because <laughs> uh, i could be sending strike teams out right now um but it's very it's very similar to what you can do um in the uh, in the main multiplayer menu you've got strike teams in there and you can send them out um on on different missions um and they'll they'll bring back things for you obviously they'll level up and then as they level up you can send them on harder missions and they'll bring back more stuff um but you can get anything from credits and credits weapons and stuff i haven't found anything that that blows me away at the moment but it's a nice little thing to do when you're at work and you can just pull your phone out for two minutes send them on missions and then come back to it a bit later or on a podcast potentially which is exactly why potentially I'm doing on a I'm podcast just... Collecting not <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, you wouldn't want to talk about Android. Anyway, I don't even. What was we on about? Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Fun. It's out. <laughs> fucking March. Yeah. You're gonna be good. It's not gonna be good as Andromeda though. Next. It's not. Right. In what appears to be another trend, um, this year's Call of Duty game may be set in the Second World War. Shocker. Um, See, I, I am happy with that. I won't be happy if they choose to do the same thing and make it so the only way that you can get the remastered Modern Warfare 2 is by buying an extended deluxe happy-go-lucky <laughs> we're going to charge you through the arse pack. Yeah. Is, that, is, that has annoyed me, but everybody's wanted it to go through to World War 2 for ages and Jon Snow in space just didn't cut it. I'm sorry, it did not. I think the problem with them doing it now is uh, I mean the quote from Activision CEO Thomas Tipple um, said this is an entry that will take Call of Duty back to its roots and again, agreeing with you I think it's a very good idea but they probably should have announced it before Battlefield 1 yeah because <laughs> literally I mean, but you're a year too late for that yeah but how I mean last year EA had it on lock they had if you wanted if you wanted running jumping climbing trees shooting people fast mode Titanfall 2 mm, was yeah. brilliant I thought uh, and if you wanted a more slow gritty team based down in the mud world war game Battlefield 1 yeah hmm. uh, they just had it sewn up well, then See, this. like Call of Duty does make they, they do have their roots in the second world war and I mean they made so many games set in the second world war and I know what they're going to do because Battlefield One and EA, that you know, they've gone for the trenches, they've gone for the tanks and you know zeppelins and you know, mm. they're going to do what they did in Frontline Assault, I think. Yeah. And it's going to be opening. It's going to be D-Day landings on the beach. Medal of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. That was it, a cracker. It's going to be that basically. Yeah. 
And that, because that set a precedent for that game straight away. Imagine and if that, they go back and do that and just make it look, I don't know, the sort of the run and gun kind of thing. Oh, I don't it know, without jetpacks and exosuits, I don't know what it Call of Duty's going go for it anymore. <laughs> oh, I think I'd probably, I'd probably start killing people at Activision if it turns out that they have got people with jetpacks going back from the future in a time oh, machine. God, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Or like a Rocketeer thing, like the Disney's Rocketeer. <laughs> like that sort of like bronze helmet and everything. Like that's your, yeah. that's your perk unlock. You can just fly around in that. You know, you know what really scares me? Not scares You'll me like that much because I'm not a massive Call of Duty fan, but I think it could be a case of this probably is going to be some bloody... Back to the Future type shit. I hope not. I um, really hope not. I'd, I'd like them to away. take out all the perks. Take out. I mean, Battlefield One did annoy me a little bit because most of the weapons in there they weren't common issue at, at that time. The experimental weapons and things like that. Mm. So that was a little bit annoying, but I can kind of look past it a little bit. At least they didn't put fucking Spitfires or something in there. Well, so yeah, I'm I mean happy, that's the know. thing though. It's, you've got to have the entertainment yeah. balance with. The you know if you're going for historical accuracy you can't just have it accurate but boring because people <laughs> won't play it. Yeah. But like what I didn't like with Call of Duty is um, I think it's with Black Ops one or two. Um, mm. You know you're this CIA guy, and you're basically you kind of intersect slightly with the Vietnam War, and you're running around and there's a bunch of Viet Cong there and you're sort of going through them, and then I found a weapon on the floor and this was the moment I was just like okay I'm out. I picked mm. up an AK-47 that had a flamethrower attachment. What? And I was like, okay, they didn't exist. <laughs> and certainly Viet Cong guys who are, you know, sort of scraping together bullets and that's about it to go with this. They're not haphazardly making tiny flamethrowers and attaching them to the front of their guns. That's you outrageous. Wasn't there, Dan. Uh, you no, you don't, you don't you know that. Yeah. <laughs> about three minutes of Googling, though, and I fucking guarantee you <laughs> that it would be the case. Well, it's, it's fairly atrocious. I, I don't mm. think Call of Duty has ever been since. Oh God, I couldn't even say when, but I think they've kind of just gone half arsed with the realism aspect. They of, jumped the shark. The that, that was their entire problem. They jumped the shark and they went. I mean, I kind of. I pity them a little bit because there's not that much they could have done, but they tried to innovate a bit too much and they yeah. had this whole thing where you can be. Uh, you can be the xenomorph from alien or you can be jason in multiplayer and uh, no yeah you sort of like okay you're losing me as some kind of like strategic military you know when you've got things like rainbow six siege and stuff where it's yeah. just like it's it's critical that you absolutely work together and then 100%. you've got something like advanced warfare or infinite warfare maybe and it's just like no, no, you get a grapple gun and a jetpack and you've got a laser gun and the grenades that light people up and then we've got zombie modes and and I mean, I get that people enjoy it. It's very common denominator kind of, you know, sort of yeah. run around, blow people away, feel like a hero. I get it. It's fine. And I'm sure they've made a shit ton of money off it. It'll and people out. buy it. So fair play to them. But it's not going to groundbreak anything. You know, it's not going to... They're not going to release a new one and people sitting around at, you know, fucking EA or Ubisoft going, hmm, how the fuck are we going to top this one? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> they've... they've pulled it out of the bag here bloody hell like but then you look at battlefield one and you just go holy shit that game looks amazing it handles really well sure the weapons are a bit mental but again you can't yeah. just have everyone with three types of gun otherwise <laughs> you'll get bored or you start charging people for yeah. them you know but then you've got like the zeppelins and you've got the 
the aircraft and you've got the ground vehicles and you've got turrets and it's just it is war it is just absolute carnage mm, it's brutal and it's, it's so much fun because you just genuinely panic in halfway around because you don't know what the fuck's going on you've been left <laughs> <on your own. laughs> and like i love that side of it because you know you kind of get your heart racing or you end up just going now ah, you fucking bellends rare <laughs> <laughs> and you, you flip out for 20 minutes and then you go, ah, oh, it's, it's a really good game, that. I've never felt that with Call of Duty. Not since maybe Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 was... was the last one I, I genuinely liked. Yeah, yeah but again, that was the story and that was just, you know... But now they're going, buy the new one and you get the old one remastered for free. And I'm like, nope, because I know what you're going to do. You're going to say, no, 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 we'll never sell this separately. They won't. And then a year later, when everyone's already bought Infinite Warfare, they're going to release that separately. If, you know what? If they release Modern Warfare separately, I'd buy it. As I, long as it kept the split screen stuff in there. Because me and the wife love split screen gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to play um, Call of Duty because it had a you know a fairly decent split screen online multiplayer mode. Yeah, um, so we could we could play together on the one TV because we're not fucking rich. We have one TV and one <laughs> Xbox and that's it. Um, and the, the new ones have kept in split screen, which is brilliant but they've just been shit, which yeah. obviously isn't. Um, so if they did release Modern Warfare 4, uh, sorry, not Modern Warfare 4, Modern Warfare Call of Duty 4, if they did release the remastered one, I would buy it, as long as it was, as long as it's as it was, and it they haven't added on loads of it. But it was the the fact, the thing that annoyed me was they said, right, you can get Modern Warfare 4. Oh, I said it again. You can get Modern Warfare. <laughs> Modern um, Warfare Trilogy. Yeah, you could get the uh, Call of Duty 4 if and only if you spent, like, was it 70 quid, 80 quid on the, on the yeah. special pack? Mm. There's no way to buy it separately. And it annoyed me that they did that specifically because after they released the trailer uh, for Infinite Warfare, the amount of dislikes it got on YouTube, they knew that people did not want that game and they knew that people did want Modern Warfare. Yeah. Uh, so they did a, a massive cash grab, in my opinion. I yes, I the thing is, though, there's, there's also a lot of they they did. I don't think they really expected the backlash because as soon as you know there was the the, the Battlefield One trailer, and I I remember I stayed up to watch that um, at the, mm-hmm. the, the it was like E3 or something a couple of years ago, um, and you know it was watched live with everyone else, and everyone was going, "Oh my god, this looks amazing!" There was like maybe five seconds of actual gameplay, <laughs> and then the rest of it was yeah. just sort of like people getting their heads caved in or whatever. But then everyone was just like, Battlefield 1, great. Call of Duty, garbage. Downvote, downvote, downvote. And it's just like, mm. you haven't played either. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Like, you, you can't pass judgment on something on a trailer alone. Otherwise, man alive, the movie industry would be so much fucking different. <laughs> that's, that's not how the, the internet works, Dan. <laughs> I know, but that's what, that's what gets me. It's because you'll have people there that will genuinely argue again and again and again. For something they haven't even played yet. Yeah. Uh, True. It's just it's the internet, man. It winds me up. I hate it. Fuck you all. I just hate people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys are alright. Apart from that, me, me and the Thanks. wife just stay in, and we do, we don't talk to people. It's the best no way point to get through life. No, you're <laughs> bastards. No, you've got to talk to people through Twitter and maybe the odd Facebook meme. That's about it. <laughs> Other than that, it's unacceptable. Well, speaking of trailers, <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> um, last week um, and this week saw the Justice League trailer and Spider-Man oh. Homecoming trailer. Um, not a massive deal to go on, even though I do feel I've seen the Spider-Man film from 
like the three minute long trailer. Far too much. Far too much. Are they rebooting Spider Man again? I've stopped listening. It is. Um, it's the same lad from. Have you seen uh, Civil War? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did. I hated that as well. Oh, what? No, it's just because. Well, uh, thanks come on. for joining us. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have very good reason because, right? Uh, the whole the whole thing. Is, I don't really want to give away any spoilers. I, I think um, everyone's seen it. Okay, now. that's we'll, we'll count that as a spoiler warning. It's okay. Continue. It's a spoiler warning coming up, but to be fair, it's been out for a little while. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the whole thing is based around massive split between Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. And then it turns out that Cap's mate killed Iron Man's parents. Yeah. What? And, and he knew all <laughs> along. And it's like, no, you know what? I can understand why Tony Stark's pissed off with you. Why is nobody else pissed off with you? How have you got people on your side when you've just been lying to your mate for all these years? And well, it, he only it, found out in the bunker, in Arnim Zola's bunker in uh, The Winter Soldier. Because yeah, he was with Black Widow. So he found he... out and he didn't tell him. This well, whole thing because... could have been avoided. Yeah, but and it, then he the continued whole... to protect his mate, going, oh, you know what, he's not hes not that bad a guy, really. <laughs> he only killed your parents. <laughs> Don't be like that, Tone. Yeah, he was mind-controlled. <laughs> he was mind-controlled. Everyone's... It's like being pissed. You go, oh, it's okay. I know you ran over my cat, but you were pissed out of your head, so... I don't think I anybody is ever you driving? <laughs> this is just opening <laughs> up way more worms down. <laughs> Look, my point stands, right? Sorry, yes. It's 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 fine if there's mind control because if there's mind control, you can get away with anything, right? As long as you can prove that you are mind controlled, well, and he no. certainly can. <laughs> I still think Tony's. I mean, I, I do agree. To be fair, that Tony still has a, a right to be angry. Hundred um, percent. At the same time, using Dan's argument. <laughs> He was mind-controlled. I know he was mind-controlled, but, but still. I'd be pretty fucking pissed, to be honest. He should have told him, at least. He should have at least pulled him over to one side and just gone, look, you know my mate was a bit mind-controlled. It wasn't right. There's a chance he might have killed your parents. Do you want me to buy you a kebab? We'll make up for it. <laughs> Let's go out. He loves them kebabs. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he's, he's drinking bloody kale juice and super fruits, all that sort of stuff. Super and then fruits. it's just like, yeah. What, what are super fruits? I fear what? I've taken us too far off track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah actually, anyway. Haul yeah. us back in, Callum. Jeez. So, the Justice League trailer. Um, oh, yeah. Remember whilst... Civil War? Yeah. <laughs> and Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That looks real good. What we got there? Whilst it looks very reminiscent of um, Mr. Snyder, it, it still looks alright. Um, in the same vein. That Man of Steel and Batman v Superman looked pretty good. <laughs> well, that's so, mainly because they took the best part of the film, which is Batman wasting those people in the warehouse. I, I, and I, stuff I don't, that in the trailer. I don't even care. Batman, by far the best bit of that film. Yeah, but that, they put just the for that one part. scene. I don't even care. Yeah, but you don't put your best scene in the trailer, do you? You let. You, you then... <laughs> what else were they going to fucking show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. They already ruined Doomsday, and God fucking Christ. But I, I'm kind of liking the, uh, the fucking hell. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> um, I, I, I do like the look of Justice League, but I think it's only because Marvel seem to make okay trailers, but make pretty good films, hmm. and DC make pretty good films, but um, but like really around. good trailers. 
and it's just like well you've really got me interested like wonder woman looks great can't wait to see that and well suicide squad didn't look good actually but with that batman warehouse scene i was just like wow like they're gonna put this in the trailer I can't wait to see what else he does. <laughs> Fuck all. That's what he does. <laughs> well, no, that, 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 tra- that scene was extended by a good couple of minutes. But you already know <laughs> what happens. He goes in, he batters everyone, and you don't even get the full scene because they cut that out. Why did they cut it out? Because it was I too fucking... I don't even know. I, I generally don't know why they didn't just go... It's a bit long, but at least it kind of makes sense if you watch it all. And that, yeah, it's still it's shit, but yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't say shit. I would say bad. Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Lex Luthor. I don't. I don't care what you say, Dan. It wasn't Lex Luthor. That's what they're selling it as. Nope. Then they put him bald at the end. It's definitely him. <laughs> to be fair, he looked way better bald than he did with fucking her. He still looked like a nut job, though. Uh, yeah, but the nut job bit I can get aboard with. I just didn't like the fact that he was the fucking Riddler. He was the Riddler. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I, I'll hold my hands up. I think Jesse Eisenberg would make a very good Riddler. If yeah, they, they actually they, cast they him. I quite well. liked Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Admittedly, the rest of the film was a bit pants. <laughs> but um, I think Jim Carrey would do a good job. Again, Didn't I see a it... picture that was uh, Neil Patrick Harris like dressed up as the Riddler? Was that a thing? Well, he wasn't because he's never played it. <laughs> so, but I think he would what? make a good Riddler. No, because I mean, like Jim Carrey, he's like he's he suited the tone of that film. Where he's yeah. just mental, over the top, hmm. wacky guy who can apparently just blow up the entire Batcave and <laughs> yeah. no defenses or anything. No, sure. <laughs> um, but Neil Patrick Harris, he's kind of like snarky enough, and you know, I don't know. It's just like if you see him in um, A Million Ways to Die in the West. If you just take off that moustache and put him in a green suit with a green trilby, <laughs> I could kind of be on board with that. Well, he, he plays um, Lemony Snicket in the new Netflix Oh, yeah. Show. He does, yeah. He does very yeah. well He's very at good. Lemony Snicket. Have you um, watched that? It's creepy. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't actually finished it. I stopped watching it for some reason. It wasn't because it was bad. I just stopped watching it for, for some unbedoached reason. But from what I've seen, it, I really like it. But I also <laughs> like the film with Jim Carrey. I I remember it fondly, but I was quite young at the time. Yeah, I think um, if I watched it now, I don't think I'd like it. Definitely, everybody everybody knows now that the Dark Knight trilogy, maybe excluding the Dark Knight Rises, is blatantly the best Batman. Abs- well, I'd say they're the best Batman films, but well, yes, yeah, yeah. compared to everything from '89 onwards. As a yeah. Batman, I would say uh, Bale is probably third personally is third best Val Kilmer's first for you isn't he definitely not (laughs) (laughs) followed followed swiftly by George Clooney George Clooney's number one how dare you how dare you (laughs) of course he is he's everyone's number one isn't he I'm just glad that Batman can look up now without having to tilt his whole body (laughs) I see I watched I watched a video about that because like like the um, the Michael Keaton Batman like the 89 Batman had that same kind of like rigid neck thing where yeah. he couldn't turn his head he had to turn his body and they said that they don't actually think that that was just a poor design choice because it looked cool from the front but then they realised he couldn't get in and out of the car um, <laughs> it was like, no seriously they had to. Lo- there's never a shot of him getting out of the Batmobile because he physically That's... couldn't he was lowered <laughs> in and taken out like by a, like a little pulley crane thing wow. um, 
but they they left in the the sort of like stiff neck thing because when he turned it turned his whole body and it looked a little inhuman so it was mm. kind of trying to sell on the sort of i think that's people clutching at straws to say yeah. why didn't you just use like a bit of cloth for the neck or something so it's a <laughs> fucking head but, but i don't think anybody watched it and went you know what was, you know what i really like the film was really good but i love the way he moved his head i don't think <laughs> it, lo- it looks so inhuman back in the day like critics went to watch films and they said well it's not as good as this or it's not as good as this these days everyone's a fucking critic yeah. true and it doesn't matter whether you've asked for their opinion or not you'll get it yeah and like it's like you know you can say oh you know i thought batman vs superman was okay and they go no it was the worst film ever it was shit <laughs> like well if that's how you feel that's that's totally cool but i don't think it was quite that bad was it 13 percent out of 100 no it fucking wasn't Ooh. was it not great no it also wasn't but that's just it's not the fantastic four like the fantastic four is a poorly put together film, but that's because there mm. are so many problems that it had to face during yeah, the kind of production. It was literally cut together. Exactly, which is why there's so many things in it that just don't really make sense, and they yeah. kind of got weird uh, tonal changes from like scene to scene. Mm-hmm. And they still had the balls to release it anyway. And so yeah, fuck it, we'll charge people. <laughs> sure. I mean, what you really want to say is, if you think it's a bad film, go and watch Civil War, and then come back to me. Oh, oh, that was wounding, John. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, I feel like I'm going to be sick. Okay, okay. What? Which did you prefer, Batman v Superman or Civil uh, War? Civil Service. The Civil Service. Yeah. Uh. I'm going to answer that because there's not really a good answer. So uh, I'm going to answer that with Kingsman, the Secret Service. <laughs> also an uh, excellent film. That was what I preferred. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the perfect ensemble team movie. That, that was um, my Iron Batman film. <laughs> speaking of, though, there's actually a, a new poster for the new Kingsman that's, that's come out mm. today. It got me very excited. Well, I saw a poster a little while ago uh, that got me very, very excited because I, I love Colin Firth as an actor. Yeah. Mm. Um, and obviously, uh, spoiler warning: if you haven't seen the first one, spoiler <laughs> warning, spoilers. Uh, but obviously, he dies in the middle, towards the end, endy middle yeah, of the he movie. He gets fully blown away. He yes. gets fully blown away, and I was gutted because his character in that was absolutely amazing. But I saw a poster a few months ago um, that had Colin Firth on it, saying rumors of my death have been grossly overestimated, uh, and I, I celebrated. There was a little celebration going on in my house. But what poster did you see? What have you seen? I, I saw it was it was basically it was like Colin Firth's sort of like left arm and sort of like half chest. You couldn't see his head, you couldn't see his shoulders, mm. but holding an umbrella in his suit, in his like pinstripe suit. And then there was someone stood next to him, but it was like the right side, so the opposing side, holding like a whip, almost like an Indiana Jones kind of whip. Mm. Um, and then like the first name on it was Colin Firth. So I was like, okay, this is either a prequel. Or they are somehow trying to explain away how a man can get shot through the head and still be okay. <laughs> because there is some serious amounts of bullshit that have to be shoveled on to just wipe that kind of stuff away. He was like Colson, You say that? He was stabbed and they went, uh, and then he died. But he was sort of stabbed through the chest and you go, okay, okay, maybe you can survive that, you know, if the position is right or, you know, magic mm-hmm. science or whatever. You take a bullet through the forehead, I don't think you're getting up from that. You say that, control. right? But Jean Grey absolutely atomized <laughs> Professor Xavier 
And then in the next film, he was back, and nobody said a fucking word. Well, everyone well, was like, "Nope, that's fair." That's but no, fair. They, they explained that away, though. You see, you've missed a cri- you've missed a yeah. critical moment here, John. What, what they what did is there was a guy who was brain dead in a hospital. Not a guy. Then, it was his brother. Yeah, who was an identical twin who also yeah. happened to be paralysed <laughs> as well. Imagine that you, and, ch- you change your consciousness from one guy. <laughs> to another and then you happen to just transfer yourself and go oh for fuck's sake i couldn't even get the legs back <laughs> yeah exactly but nobody nobody said anything and they just carried on well yeah. no because um days of future past days of future past erased the events of x-men the last stand x-men mm. origins and yes. the wolverine yeah but the wolverine happened before that though and professor xavier's in the wolverine but did it happen before it because time travel exactly them, th- which, them three films which, don't exist anymore in the which timeline. Which version of time travel are we going with? Are we going with the one where the old past does exist but is split off into a different reality? Or has it been overwritten? Has it been wiped completely? Does it exist anymore? Who am I? Where's my face? It's fucked. <laughs> Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> I don't think they kind of know anymore. I think if they just don't mention it, then people kind of forget it. Yeah, they just go, kind of just going, yeah, no one really gets this anymore, guys. You need to... Like there are so many kind of like really complicated like timelines that people have put together, yeah. where it's just like all these branches off, and it's just like fuck me. Like Marvel have made like twenty films, and they've got one continuing timeline, and yet you haven't made anywhere near that amount of films, <laughs> and you've got so many branches coming off, and so many things that have been overwritten, and things that never happened, and then things that did, and then things that will happen in the future. It's like how can you have just one group of people, most of which are the same actors? And have so many different versions of them. Nobody, but, nobody, nobody mentions that uh, James Bond keeps changing his face. Well, I think James, James Bond's a mantle more than anything. You get promoted. Well, there was that rumor, Bond. wasn't there, that James Bond yeah. was a code name, and yeah. it was it was passed down from person to person. But um, I'm not a hundred. I'm not hundred percent. I don't know. Can I believe it? And if that is the case then does that mean that Sean Connery in The Rock is a James Bond that got captured? Oh, that I've seen this as well. Yeah. It was, uh, it was Alcatraz. Yeah, it was like a, a weird sort of um, sort of universe connected. It's like, it's like you sort of like a video. It's like, oh, you know, all these other things that are connected universes outside the MCU. Um, and that was one of them. And I just thought, fucking hell, that's a stretch. Yeah, but they also you're... did the same with um, when Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite. Is Indiana? Is he just imagining Indiana Jones? Yeah. See, but that's yeah. Because I mean, there's like there's like all the there's like little hieroglyphics of like C three PO and R two D two, and then like Obi wan is like the name of a club and blah blah blah. But then you've also got to remember it's the same director, and he probably enjoyed making those films, so he's just gone fuck it. I'll put them in because why not? <laughs> well, E T is in Star Wars. That's true. So it, those two are in the same universe the for sure, but um. Yeah, I mean, it, it could well be. I mean, yeah, you mentioned it could be a dream. What other reason would there be for having Club Obi-Wan? I mean, thinking about it in terms of a, a, any kind of timeline. Uh, well, it's I, not exactly I a common name, valid. I guess. Well, so, I think anyone if... should name the Club Obi-Wan. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what awful I mean. It's, like, it's, it's too weird of a name Yeah, yeah. for him to be going into. I don't, I, have we gone off track again? We have gone off track. Very much. Oh, but... Right. Speaking Colin, of movies, new trailers for Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, Spider-Man. Who looks, wants looks to go really see good. Spider-Man? I want to go and see Spider-Man. Looks, looks great. great. Yeah. Jinx. Um, yeah. There's not a lot we can say on it really. Um, 
We don't no, particularly I mean, John hates full. Spider-Man, so there's yeah. no point here. <laughs> I like the first two Spider-Man. How dare you. Uh, Tobey Maguire. You mean Amazing Spider-Man or... No, they were rubbish. Good. Good answer. I will Spider-Man say... Spider-Man 2 is probably the best of them. So what far. kind of student uses Bing? <laughs> one that needs to get the bills paid. <laughs> I um. Why'd you keep your liquid nitrogen on the roof? What? Why? <laughs> Just no. Sorry, there's so much I hate about those I, films. I do think Andrew Garfield was a much better Spider-Man than David Maguire. I, I don't think either of them were particularly good. I'm not saying I'm not saying he was <laughs> amazing. I think that title was very misleading. But... An amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> if that's you will. What, that that's where Toby Maguire's one went better. They just went. It's it's just Spider-Man. <laughs> Take of it what you will, um, but yeah, uh, new trailer looks really good. Um, if you didn't like Civil War, you might not like it because you know Iron Man's in it. Uh, <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> well, no, I genuinely think it looks really good. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, they gave away fucking loads, like pretty much the entire synopsis for the film, even though we don't actually know what the synopsis is. Yeah, I mean, you can you can kind of roughly figure it out. Goes. Yeah, um, assuming that most of that actually makes it into the final film, though, because oh, that yeah. could all just be ruses. You never well, know. They, they haven't got much longer. Well, no, it's out in July, isn't it? Yeah. So. No, I, I'm I'm mildly confident for it. I think they've got Marvel have got a pretty damn good formula when it comes to making films. Um, is that they play things safe? They take it one step at a time. They know the 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 right comedy notes they need to hit. They know the right musical notes they need to hit, and all they need to do is just make him funny, make him look cool when he's swinging around, and people will go, "Best Spider-Man ever, brilliant!" Don't ever give him back to Sony. Well, on top on that news, Dan, um, Mister uh, Mister Holland, who plays Spider-Man, he's got Homecoming, mm-hmm. Infinity Wars, mm-hmm. a sequel to Homecoming, and then the rights revert back to Sony. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> and uh, I don't know if any of you have seen. Um, Sony are doing a Venom solo film, uh, yeah, which apparently like a horror film. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. but because of this um, brief deal with Disney and Marvel, Spider-Man will not be in this Venom film. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the, the good, uh, the good news okay. though, and this is genuinely what they said um, to make up for that, um, we have access to all of Spider-Man's villains. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so you're just gonna have a load of villains and Venom. And you're like, where, where the fuck Spider-Man? <laughs> He's fighting Thanos. Why? Well, that's. It doesn't really sound like a clever move to make. Well, just have cause... J. Jonah Jameson being really happy. Just like the whole film. <laughs> oh, maybe they just if they get what's his name, um... Trevor Grace. No, no, the guy who played J. 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 Jonah. Um... He was the best. I can't remember his name, but he oh, was just. He was J. Perfect. Jonah. There's like there's a deleted scene from like Spider-Man three or two I think, and it's like he it's when Spider-Man bins the spider suit, and mm. then someone takes it to him. Um, oh yeah, like he puts it scene on. Where he puts it on, and he's sort <laughs> yeah. of dancing around his office. I'd say they could probably legally get away with that. So <laughs> they go, well, we haven't got Spider-Man, but we have got J. Jonah Jameson. He's like just sort of fat, <laughs> fat, weird-haired, uh, shouty man, and he can go after them, and they'll just beat the living shit out of him for a while. That's the closest we can get to having Spider-Man what, in it. What if they got Mars Morales? I don't think so. Because I don't, I don't think, think so. they've got the confidence to do multiple dimensions. You when even Marvel haven't touched on that yet. No. Well, it's kind of been strange, I suppose. But 
they're just going to make it alien venom and it's going to be like dark corridors and stuff and people are going to get taken into the shadows and eaten and shit. Well, probably not best to do that just after Alien Covenant comes out because yeah. that looks mm-hmm. fucking mint. It's probably not best not to do without fucking Spider-Man considering Venom <laughs> can't exist without fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, probably true. Unless... But- you know, you've got a, a sort of a big, sort of hulking, black, scary thing that's popping out of the shadows and whipping people off, like you say. You are only going to be able to hold that up to the Alien films. Yeah. And True. it probably won't be as good as any Alien film. What if they did Agent Venom instead? Asian. Agent. Hold on. Let's just bring it back a moment. When you say it probably won't be as good as any Alien film, well, which ones yeah. are you counting? <laughs> well, which ones I'm are you a discounting. There's there's only a few that I'm aware of. Um, I've heard rumours of some others, but I don't think that's kind of <laughs> bullshit. There's Alien, Aliens. There's um, you you can kind of throw in AVP, I guess. I personally don't, but no. sure if you want to. And that's then just AVP, a was fucking garbage. Um, that Prometheus. Not really. No, I mean, for a start, there's no real xenomorph action in it. Yeah, no, but but Covenant's a sequel to. Uh, yeah, but is it more of a prequel to Alien, or is it more of a sequel to Prometheus? Well, considering it's, it's because it's set after Prometheus and before Alien, I'd say it's. Yeah, I know, but kind of sits in the middle. One. <laughs> it's it's the Rogue One of the Alien series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Speaking of which, Rogue One is fucking great. My God. <laughs> <laughs> like we haven't done a podcast where we talked about Rogue One yet, and it's fucking mint. That's true. Yeah, it's a very good film. I will say. Um, I won't spoil it for people that haven't seen it because it is still relatively new. Um, I will say, as much as I did enjoy it, I was constantly expecting something big to happen, and I don't. So an enormous space battle that like took up like the last. No, no, no. Because obviously there's no Jedi's in it, and like the closest you get is that blind guy. Well, yeah, you say there's no Jedi, but. He was he was one with the force and the force was. was with him. Yeah. I think that's what he kept on saying, yeah. <laughs> He's whinging about something. He, he men- she mentioned it once or twice. But... <laughs> How many times do you reckon they had to do a take where he was saying that over and over and over again and then kept fucking up and then yeah, go, oh, like, and then he'd have to go back I am and the start force. It all again. <laughs> I have been forced. Oh no, I have been sorry forced. guys. <laughs> but no, it was it was very good. Um I, I don't know whether I preferred it to episode seven or not. I don't think I did. It's a close one to call. Yeah. yeah. I prefer it to all three prequels. I don't Probably. think the prequels actually exist, do they? I, I hope not. I, I hope it's it was just a bad dream. <laughs> it, was my, it was mind control. <laughs> <laughs> just to give them yeah. time to create these. That's fine. Like, there's, there's always an excuse. There's a get out clause always in mind control. It's fine. <laughs> Right, we got anyway, last... anyway, so, speaking of movies, uh, this podcast is brought to you by the fine folk at Zavi, and with the release of the live-action Beauty and the Beast, Zavi is giving you a chance to relive some of your favourite Disney films with two for £12 on Disney DVDs and Blu-ray, plus a free Lego pocketbook. Simply go to zavi.com forward slash offers forward slash Disney and use the PVP code BOOK to get all your favourite Disney movies. Done. We get paid now, Dan. That was almost professional. That was, right. very, that was very exciting news. We had to kind yeah. of uh, wedge it in a bit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was such a good segue. I don't think anyone really noticed. It just sounded like it was natural conversation. It was, it was brilliant. It was so professional. <laughs> Speaking of professional, 
Um, as you've probably noticed, we have a guest with us. Um, well, if they haven't noticed by now, fucking hell, they haven't really been paying attention, have they? To be fair, I think a lot of the time, people will just think it's still you. But just putting a voice in me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that talented. Can you prove that it's not? Um, mind control. Oh my god. Maybe I'm being mind controlled. Damn you, Bucky! <laughs> so, John, um, from Pixel Bandits, again, thank you for joining us for this shitstorm of a ramble cast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we let you tell us about you, mm-hmm. did that make sense? I think it did. Um, you have a beer named after you. Well, not named after us. You jumped uh, on the beer's sh- bandwagon, though. Strictly speaking, um, basically there uh, there's a brewery up, uh, up up way up north uh, up in Scotland um, called uh, Lawman Brewery. Um, lovely folks over there, and um, there's us, and we have both completely separately named ourselves, or, or well, we named ourselves Pixel Bandits for our YouTube and and reviews and all that kind of thing, mm. uh, and completely separately and without knowing about each other, they called a beer Pixel Bandit. Mm. Um, so we got in touch with them a few weeks ago now um, to say, you know what, we're called Pixel Bandits and you make a beer called Pixel Bandit. This could be interesting. Uh, and they've said, yeah, do you, want, do you want some cases of it? So obviously, <laughs> obviously we said, yes, please. We'd love to try it. Um, and we also sent uh, a special label. So we have our very own um, uh, Pixel Bandits uh, Elite Dangerous themed beer that we are taking to elite meat which is this weekend uh in bristol uh it's very exciting it tastes lovely citrusy citrusy oh, hops i thought you meant the meat <laughs> <laughs> uh, well the the meat will be uh we always love the meat the meat is wonderful um sorry my, my innuendo radar yeah just, gonna, could, going could, off the scale at the moment i could automatically see dance mine just, <laughs> just working my over mouth is just hands all i'm mouth. saying is i love the meat uh, <laughs> yeah, that's be, fine I will That's be going down uh, the, the meat, meat on Saturday. Meat. Enjoying the meat. <laughs> um, and I'll have a few other chaps joining me as well. <laughs> uh, okay, that's enough. Okay, can't deal with that anymore. Um, uh, but but I, yes, do you know have, what's what's really have... annoying, though? Um, and I'll let you get back to, to talking about uh, Pixel Bandits in a second. Is because the, the, uh, the Lawman Brewery have been so cool with you by saying, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll send you a, a couple of boxes out. And I didn't even know they did that, but that's awesome. Yeah, they've actually. We've got. Um, I've got. You can hear. You can hear it unwrapping now. What we also got from them was like a metric shit ton of bubble wrap. And who doesn't like bubble? <laughs> oh my god. Um, See, I've got... why do I have the feeling that if someone made a beer and they called it for whatever reason podcast versus player or PVP, and we got in touch with them and said, "Oh, yeah, that what a coincidence? You know, we we call PVP. We get the shit suit out of us. <laughs> we get closed down. We get lawyers banging on the door saying you've got to take that name off. All your content's a bag of shit. We've we make for beer. nearly eight years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you get the free beer and we get the uh, the civil suits. That's bullshit. Well, Dan made a PVP whiskey at a whiskey event. Ooh. And that well, literally, I had a picture. He sent me a picture of it, and it's in a little brown jar with a post-it note that says PVP. <laughs> yeah, I need to hang on to that for 15 years to give it to Logan. Yeah. That's my son, by the way. <laughs> not, not the film. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue on. Yes, carry on. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where I was. Oh yeah, they, uh, so they sent down. I've got a case, and right in front of me right now, I've got a. Uh, a bottle of the the original label Pixel Bandit, and we've got uh, two cases of the um, 
uh, of our branded uh, Elite Dangerous themed Pixel Bandit as well coming. So I've got about I've got twenty here already, and I've got like another forty coming. Um, wow! And they're proper like they're five hundred mil bottles. They don't skimp. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, because I I mean he said to me, oh how how many how many do you like? How many do you think would be good? And I said, look, I've I worked in a bar for like a decade, but I've I've never done beer promotion or anything like that. So you tell me what you think. And he was like, oh, a couple of cases should do. Let's make a splash. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> he said, consume them or give them out as you see fit. So we will be giving some away. So, so we, have we will five be drinking left. a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I was looking on um, Lawman Brewing uh, website and the description for Pixel Bandit is a thirst quenching session ale. Pixel Bandit has a big hot flavour with low ABV, which is alcohol by volume, Dan. Um, <laughs> a, delicate, a delicate combination of extra pale malt, juicy NZ hops, and our house yeast, uh, which gives a mouth-watering citrus aroma with uh, predominant flavours of lemongrass and tangerine. And that sounds absolutely delicious. It's lovely. It is no, lovely. It is an ale. It's a proper session ale. It's, it's mm. a four percenter, um, and it is well. It is as you describe. Really, it's quite nice. Obviously, uh, as with ale, it is all about the taste. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to lager, which is all about the get it as cold as you can so you can't taste anything. <laughs> um, but well, in uh, addition to the beer, though, I mean, there's there's also quite a lot of uh, different series that you've got going on over there, um, particularly your um, parenting, your guide to parenting. Yeah, parents the parent, parents, well, parents' yeah. guide, yeah. Um, yeah. That's been going for a little while. Tell um, us a bit about those. What, what have you got going on? What have you got coming it's up? All, oh, it's all, there's so much going on at the moment that I can't really... I know it sounds like I'm saying that, and you know, really, we've got two men and a dog, and that's it. But we really have <laughs> so we much going on. Um, uh, we've got the YouTube channel uh, where we do uh, flashbacks every now and then. It kind of started off as a we love retro gaming channel, and here's a little bit of parent stuff. Mm. Um, and then because of the work that we've done with developers and publishers, it's become more and more. Uh, well, okay, here's some gaming reviews, and let's actually try and do this properly. Um, so we've got the Parents Guide series, which is a full review uh, of games that we cover. I'm um, in the middle of a few at the moment, uh, Mass Effect, Too Dark, and Lego Worlds. And we've got uh, Lego City Undercover coming as well soon. Yeah. Um, so we give the full reviews because obviously we know that gamers want to know uh, what's happening and if it's actually any good. Uh, but we also run down all the Peggy warnings on games so that parents can have a look in and see, you know, well, this is rated 12, but, you know, is it actually that bad or is it something which i might be comfortable with my 10 or 11 year old having to go with um so we show them everything we rate it out of 10 on how bad exactly it is um and uh, and just get it out really and try and try and help people where we can we've got um uh, off youtube and more on facebook we've got uh, the pbsf clan and community where uh, it's just a bunch of cool and groovy folks getting together and enjoying playing games basically um yeah, that's, I think that's one thing we're missing out on, Cam. We don't have a... Probably because people don't like us. Um, but... <laughs> I don't like you. Oh, what? <laughs> I think it's more the fact that we, you know, Pixel Bandits have actually got like their own little clan. I'm talking about him like he's not even here. Um, yeah, you know, they've got like... <laughs> oh, remember little... John? God, am I really here? <laughs> yeah, mind <laughs> <I> control. <laughs> but like, they've got like and like a little community. And it's, yeah. it's those communities that kind of you know that sort of oh. spawns more people really you know it's sort of it's people you mentioned someone at work they join in and then you know people kind of join in from you know looking online and stuff like that as well yeah exactly um 
but we can't be asked to do anything like that, John. It's, it's so... not necessarily <laughs> that. I well, I started, I started up the, the clan and community thanks to Elite Dangerous, uh, which is... Uh, I've already been mentioned. <laughs> I'm going to a, a convention kind of thing on it this weekend, but... Um, I basically started playing Elite Dangerous and I was like, right, well, I'm going to set up a group and it's for cool groovy folks who want to chill out and play games and help people where we can and just be really cool and groovy. Mm. And I thought it was going to be me and like five other people just bumming around the galaxy and doing stuff. Uh, and then it, it kind of grew uh, a little bit, out of, well, not, not out of control, <laughs> but uh, very fast indeed. Um, and now we've got about 700 members or so worldwide. Okay, That's really good. <laughs> um and it's just we we've gone from being an elite dangerous faction where we're in game and things and we've got our own little uh our own little government that's spreading out to different star systems and stuff which is really cool but uh we're playing you know any games pretty much together uh, mass effect multiplayer being one of them but um see that's yeah. that's annoying because i need to, i need people to play mass effect with on the pc and no one else has got it which is really annoying so I've got no one to play with. And I'm not going to trust the people on the internet because... Never. Yeah, why, the why? people that, that, you know, give us everything we need. <laughs> no, that's not the point, right? If that was the case, every time we did the GTA heist, we'd get it done, right? No, they fuck off, they go yeah, and get themselves true. killed, they drive yeah. off a cliff and kill you as well. I mean, this is it. Now, I rarely play with anybody who's not in our clan and community because I know the people who are in. Like, we don't take it too seriously. If we lose, we lose. If we win, that's nice. But it's, you know, we'll play the objective and it'll be a case of not taking it too seriously, but still playing properly. Yeah, um, yeah just having fun. Yeah, having fun is, is like rule number one. If you're not having fun, if you're getting frustrated and pissed off with it, there's no point. That's not what it's about. You know, go and play something else for a while, chill out and uh, and make sure that you are having a good time. Because if you're not having a good time, just give up. Oh, I, don't think, I don't think I'd be very good in your group then. Go okay. do something else. I, I get obviously really people angry. people get annoyed with themselves, like, and they're like, oh, but as long as people aren't doing that with each other and having a go at somebody else, uh, then it's it's all cool and groovy. You can be pissed off with yourself. If, I often yeah. get pissed off with myself when I'm losing at Everspace. But um, if yeah, Dan's not angry, he's asleep. <laughs> it, it, it's mainly for the fact that I know how shit I am at things, but. There's no real way other than, you know, kind of committing hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to something in particular. Like Rocket League, for example. I, I played the shit out of that. And I got pretty fucking good at Rocket League. But now I haven't played it. And now I'd be absolutely useless playing it. So I kind of need to get back into that. Have you mentioned but... the new Rocket League mode in your news as yet? I we think we did, did last the other week, week, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, Have you called? played it yet? No, I've, I've not oh, played no. it yet, no. Dropshot is, is amazing. I had a first go on it uh, a few days ago. It's a little bit confusing uh, at first because you're never quite sure uh, what's doing what. But from what I figured out, just hit the ball as hard as you can and that energizes it with your energy. And then if it's got your energy on it and it hits their side of the floor, uh, it lights up. If it hits again, uh, it drops out and then you've just got to get the ball down through the holes. But it is super good fun. It's definitely worth having a go at. I think we should well, be doing that. Next time I come down, mate, we'll um, have a bit of splits split screen Rocket League I think maybe and uh, we'll, we'll rock that out so I can bat you on that well we've got our folks in the R&R department of the PBSF the uh, uh, sports bit and remember that Rocket League is cross platform Xbox to PC oh shit it that is. is true I'd forgotten about that I didn't that so I've got it on is. PS4 ah <laughs> uh, PS4 well not so... quite yet PS4 to Xbox but apparently it is being worked on well I think, I think if anything it's going to cross the gap 
it's it's going to be Rocket League. Like that's probably the like the who who doesn't like Rocket well, League? They're already looking Idiots. at the Switch version, aren't they? Oh, don't do that. Don't bother with that. <laughs> don't <laughs> I don't know how that would work at all. Um, I don't think that's going to be crossplay at all. Um, but I think I, bef- by the time it's crossplay with PS4, Xbox One, and PC, I'll have bought it again for PC or Xbox One. You've already got it for PC. No, I haven't. I've got it on PS4. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost positive I bought it for you. No. I think I'd know that. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what Dan does. Um, Dan will say, oh, get this get this game for PC. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get it on PS4 or, or Xbox. And then I'll get an email within like 10 minutes of the conversation saying, Dragon Peter's gifted you. So <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> Look, I like to be able to play certain games with certain people, right? And if you're, because I know you're doing it on purpose as well, you're like, oh, and then I'll go, fine, <laughs> fuck it, I'll just get it. <laughs> Not at all. Sure we all know that Dan's a giver anyway. He yeah, is. He's a giver. Every time I go to meet, I uh, I, I have to give as much as, as I possibly can. What Would you rather? <laughs> no, we're not doing no. that. Not today. Not today. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, oh, dear. what the hell was we on about? Uh, John was uh, telling telling us a bit about... So, obviously, um, you know, you've got a few series that you're doing on your channel. You've got these meets yeah. that you're going to. All those lovely, lovely meets. Yeah. Um, but tell us a bit about you, John. Uh, Do you like I... walks in the park? Oh, uh... <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, I do like pina coladas uh, <laughs> and like getting caught in the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I'm I'm 30, 31 years old now. I've been gaming for most of that time since I was probably about four or something. I started off on the Amstrad CPC four six four for life, <laughs> uh, playing like Dizzy, Prince of the Oak Oak, uh, Roland in the caves, and Roland on the ropes, and. Uh, all sorts of wonderful, wonderful uh, things on there that took about half an hour to load after you had to type in the code yourself. <laughs> um, I play mostly on console. Sorry, PC folks. I know. Terrible, terrible news. So, some people, <laughs> some people frown upon it, but don't forget that if it wasn't for console gaming, wouldn't be where it is today. Very true. Because uh, all that casual money that you folks are getting from the FIFA players who play it a couple of times <laughs> and then go out and actually play some real football. Um, that's all fun and everything, but um, yeah, I uh, married, married with a kid, one kid, Indiana. God love him. He loves Star Wars, so uh, obviously I'm quite a happy chap. Um, but yeah, lots of lots of gaming. Um, worked in games retail for for a little while, and now uh, just trying to. Obviously, I'm not getting paid for it. I'm just I'm just doing all our podcasting and YouTube and things for for fun and uh... funsies. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly the same reason we do. The most purest form. It is. It's starting to get a bit more. As you, as you guys probably know, if you're, um, if you're the same and you're getting, uh, getting games to review and things from developers, it does become a little bit more of a job rather than a hobby. Mm. So it's taken a little bit of that fun edge off. But I'm still trying to, um, <coughs> uh, trying I, to keep I think up. It, that, that depends, way. though, because I mean, like, because I. You know, I've obviously got a full-time job. Cam's got a full-time job. I'm sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that's I, I like to have a sort of, you know, you come home and you go, okay, well, I need to get this done because otherwise such and such is going to be annoyed at me or whatever. And yeah, you very kind much. Of, you put the effort, extra effort in, but it's something that you probably enjoy doing more than your normal job anyway. It's, it's definitely. Awesome. Overall, it's definitely it's definitely a good thing to be doing. It is a fun thing. If I could do it and actually make a living out of it, then yes, of course I would do it and I wouldn't complain about it at all. Yeah, of course, yeah. 
uh, unless you force me to just like play Leisure Suit Larry over and over again, in which case, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. All the Maddens, every single one for the last 25 years. Yeah, at least that's a variety. Yeah, oh, really? you, you can see them getting progressively better until the new one when it gets progressively worse. Well, that depends. Do you understand how American football works? I don't. I don't understand how Americans work. <laughs> football. <laughs> um, I believe it's your wife's birthday today, though. So it we'll, is. Uh, yeah. We'll PBS happy... Athena. So happy birthday to the wife. She's like. Yeah. She's like. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say her age because she'll kill me. So she's like. She's like 18 or something. That's like. Perfectly legal, but quite low. <laughs> um, yeah, well covered there, John. Jeez. Very well covered. Mind control. Yeah. It's completely legal. <laughs> Didn't know what he was doing. Um, but yeah, we've had a lovely day, so we're, we're going to go off and watch uh, Blu-rays and eat just beige food, and it's going to be wonderful. Well, Excellent. if you would like something new to watch, um, this podcast is brought to you by Zavi. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do it again. Okay, right. Well, Callum, you tell them uh, where they can find us, and John, you tell them where they can find you. We'll round wow. it off, guys. You can check us out on the website, which is www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk, uh, youtube.com forward slash podcastvsplayer. You can talk to us on Twitter, which is at podcastvsplayer, uh, podcastvplayer, no. sorry. There you go. And our Instagram, which is at podcastvsplayer. There you go. Now, uh, for us, do some shameless us. plug-in. There are so many. There are so many places. But thank you Let's for the opportunity. One. Basically, um, for Pixel Bandits, apart from Twitter, Twitter's the only odd one. Um, Twitter is Pixel Bandits without the e. Um, so P I X L Bandits. Yeah. Uh, everything else is what you can think of: YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Player dot Me, um, pretty much anything you can think of. Forward slash Pixel Bandits because we managed to get in there quite well. Um, we also run a few communities. The biggest growing one at the moment is for Sea of Thieves, actually, uh, which oh, is man. very exciting. So if you do like Sea of Thieves, uh, we run so far the biggest Sea of Thieves page uh, or group, sorry, on Facebook, um, which again is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sea of Thieves. Uh, we managed to get that one. So I'm not sure if Rare will be annoyed at us, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure someone will try and buy it off you at some point. It's, it's for sale if you want it. Just a few thousand will really help out. Uh, uh, that depends. Can I play Sea of Thieves on PC? Not yet, you can't, then but I expect more news on Alphas very soon. They've sent out uh, 26,000 new invites for Sea of Thieves um, for this coming weekend. Um, and they're also doing now, if you've been invited to any previous Alpha testing, uh, there's weekly testing on Wednesdays, which you can be part of. Uh, it is Xbox only at the moment, but check out the forums. And obviously, the uh, the largest Sea of Thieves group on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sea of Thieves, which is run by some cool and groovy folks. Um, and there'll be uh, a lot of news there when the PC Alpha does finally uh, come out. And all the folks at Rare are working on it, and they do love PC folks. They keep saying how much they love PC folks. So Just it will enough. be with you. It Not will enough. be with you soon, TM. Well, I hope so, because I loved that when that was announced at E3. Um, mainly for the fact that I kind of like these, you know, it's like, what's it, Guns of Icarus, and it's like Star Trek yeah. Bridge uh, Bridge Crew. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of others, um, like uh, Polar Polaris or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, kind of like, you know, like four-man teams mainly running the yeah. ship, running around doing stuff. Love that, but to see if these one, it just looked, it didn't look like it was taking itself too seriously, which it's some not, of these kind yeah. of do. 
Um, try out if you're on PC. Uh, I believe it's Black Wake. A lot of people on PC uh, on the Sea of Thieves forums have been speaking about uh, Black Wake, which is another piratey kind of teamwork, uh, high battles on oh, battles on the high seas and uh, and things like that. Maybe high battles. I don't know what you're into. Just keep it legal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've been lucky enough to be part of the alpha since the very first one. But obviously, with a very strict NDA, there's very little I can say. Um, yeah. But the videos that have been released from Rare um, and the their their podcast, which they do uh, mostly weekly, um, are looking very exciting so far. So definitely keep an eye out on it. I love pirates. Um, love me, just pirates. Just pirates. Love pirates. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Sea of Thieves is going to be uh, an exciting one. So do keep your eyes out. And it's an Xbox uh, and PC Play Anywhere title as well. So if you buy it on one, you will be getting it on the other. Oh, well, if I get it for the PC then, Callum, you've got an Xbox One. Yeah. Maybe that'll work. Maybe it's time to finally turn it on. <laughs> yeah, actually do something with it for a <laughs> after, change. After Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh actually, speaking of Tomb Raider, you seen the oh, new film? <laughs> the new film? I know, I know, but oh my God. Yeah, they, it, it does look very good. Very, well, very good. One step at a time. She looks good. She looks she, good. I, no, the, the pictures look good. Yeah, it, as if we're going off the new reboot of Tomb Raider, she looks spot on mm. for that exact style and tone. So, I don't know I'm why not... they didn't just use the girl from the What, games. the one whose face was used to capture it all? Yeah, yeah. it would and make she a bit more sense. acted as well. And probably because she could say, um, okay, I'll do it, sure. It'll cost you $20 million, though. True. And they'd be like, mm, no. <laughs> I imagine the films cost more than that to me. Yeah, but I mean, that's just for her, though. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that was her fee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she says, you want me in this film? 20 million on the nose. Bang. On the nose? <laughs> on the nose. Is that a money term? It's an acting term, Callum, if you knew these things. <laughs> I don't if you know. were up to date with Hollywood like I am. <laughs> sure, you don't know what I do all day. I Nothing. doubt the veracity of that statement. <laughs> hey, I do. you can't you can't side up here. You're the impartial party, right? I am that, being Dan's... completely impartial, and I still do Dan's... not believe the veracity. Ah, Dan's got a diploma in acting, or, <laughs> yeah. some, or some shit. I've got a national diploma. He did something at college. Hell, <laughs> fucking hell! I tell I you what, how about we just sign you? off here before we just get too personal? <laughs> fucking hell! I would get the size of my legs as well if you want. I just wanted to use this moment to say um, I'm kind of leaving and joining Pixel. What? No. <laughs> oh no! I've been ousted from the my dark side. I am the meat man. Oh, was it the, was it the temptation of beer? I'm the walrus. It was. As soon as I heard beer, I was like, "We ain't got beer." <laughs> I'm really don't have beer. Don't worry, we'll get a PVP uh, sort of port or something. Something I'll a bit. Photoshop something up. He'll be fine. right that'll do though think chaps thank you for joining us it's been a pleasure thank you for having me here it's been absolutely wonderful yes very much very much have to lie to us though (laughs) no i I just hope that i've chatted enough shit for you guys i I think i have i tried to waffle as much as i could and i think i nailed it we can edit some in later if we need to (laughs) literally just random waffle 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 But on that note, thank you all for listening. Um, check out um, other stuff that we've already said, and there will be links to all of Pixel Bandit's stuff in the description and on the website. So say goodbye, chaps. Bye, Bye-bye. chaps. <laughs>